Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. KXST North Las Vegas, KXT EHD3 Perum. Broadcasting live from the Finley Chevy Studios. Home of the woo. Your home for Los Angeles Dodgers baseball. 1140 The Bet. An Odyssey station. Live from Las Vegas. Sports talk. Hot takes. And all of the bangers. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez. The Playmakers. Second hour of a hump day edition of the Playmakers. Welcome back, or thanks for staying, or how are you? I don't really know. Adrian, <laughs> how are you today? Lindsay, I'm doing fantastic. Good. Playmakers Plus adds a little pep in my step, Lindsay. Yeah, we are allowed to get a little bit more liberal, should we say? I mean, on the definition most of us are thinking, but we can kind of do whatever we want. I mean, we did that yeah. for the first hour. Why would it change for the second? No, 100%. You, you can, you know, I'm in my slippies, my little sandals. Right. Feels like the principal isn't in the school. Or I keep, I always say principal. Is the that teacher, you're most scared of? The teacher isn't in the class. Uh, shout out to Mr. Russo. He was the most realist with me. So I appreciated yeah. him. So I wasn't necessarily. What, what class, what age, what grade, Russo? Mr. Russo was from fifth grade to ninth grade and then he retired but he moved up with us throughout the journey so he went oh, from elementary oh did you go to k through eight no uh no 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 it's the separate schools but he, he so he like oh. he kept moving on up with us which was cool and i was i was a terrible kid you got um, promoted and you teach the older kids i feel like that's the opposite <laughs> yeah right teach the young ones right it's a little if simpler. you were a teacher like in another in another life in another uh if this radio thing doesn't work out like i i was looking pretty hardcore in being a teacher um what age, if you were a teacher, would you think you would best be suited I, uh, for? Either, I kind of, I, I want to do high school. Yeah. Um, I was lucky, uh, just because I, I was lucky enough to do an after school program yeah. and kind of teach So important. Work. Yeah. No, I don't mean, I like I worked the after school program, so I was kind of like the. Right. But the yeah. after school program, I mean, th- those yeah. include sports, those include all the things, but like having something to do after you get done with school, is hugely important to just, like, our social fabric. Yeah, 100%. And just being able to talk to the kids and just, I know some of the difficulties, especially, you know, my dad was a Cleveland public school teacher. And some of the stories, like, in the inner city of Cleveland, it can be rough uh, for a lot of kids. Mm So just kind of wanting to be there. Uh, although I got to be honest with you with some of the stories that have come out of Clark County and some of the behaviors of kids. Well, just teaching in general has changed a lot in the last couple years. And that's why, like, whenever we bring it up, like, Nothing but kudos and thanks to anybody that's in that line of work. So thankless, so underfunded, so 
incredibly necessary again just our development it's so important i want to shout out my sister real quick because i talked to her yesterday you did doctor yes or yeah masters right almost she's she's going to get a doctor but she just had an interview like she's interviewing to be an assistant principal and i'm like what Hell yeah. You didn't know you don't know how to use Google Maps. What you mean about the assistant <laughs> principal? This is nuts. Um so it's not so, about the destination, it's about the journey, Adrian. Yeah, damn right. Um, but yeah, no, shout out to her, shout out to all the teachers, uh, shout out to the kids too, man. Yeah, if I were like I always think little kids, I, I can pretty much hang with anyone I've found, mostly because I can morph my personality into whatever it needs to be. It gets me into more trouble than you would think. But um, Little kids are tough because you can't, you have to be really careful about what you say around them. And you have to be very careful of just like how you act around them because you can imprint on them very deeply. And that's true at every age, but young kids, it's just a different type of responsibility. Middle school, you can start giving them crap, but you probably can't swear at them. High school, you can absolutely swear at them, but man, they're going to come right back at you. So like for me, 100%. like seventh, eighth grade is kind of the sweet spot. And so many people are like, middle school sucks. I'm like, see, that's where I can really, I can really get through to kids. That's who I really enjoyed coaching the most because while you get a few more eye rolls and a few more a-holes, like for the most part, if you can reason with them, if you can figure out how to make it make sense in their brain, they're going to love you. It's just it's just taking the time. Yeah, no, 100%. Although I will say uh, some of these kids, things done changed. Yes, and kids these days, they're, man. They're growner than... Uh, than we were as kids. At least, at least we'd like to think so. And it was weird because it was one of the few uh, public schools that was actually in downtown. It was like 200 yards away from where the Lightning play. Oh, so really? a lot of the kids, obviously the reason why they go there is because their parents work downtown, which oh. means they work in the big buildings. Yeah, and so you got more dollars, didn't you? These kids would pull out. This kid had $1,000. I was like, bro, you're in sixth grade. What are you doing? Right. You know how much easy you can get beat up right now and get what stolen. What was like? What was like the the true? Like you had this and this was a status symbol of wealth when you were like when you were growing up. This was probably something for two Americas, but for me, like when people just could roll in Hollister and buy whatever they wanted and have like it on rotation every day. That's how I knew they had money because they were charging like fifty bucks for a tank top. Right, uh, seven, sixty for the polo. Right, because uh, like people, you're just starting to get iPods or make it the Christmas thing. It got special and whatever, but it was it's the everyday stuff that's super fancy. The iPod had a run. Yep, I think I think some of the, the shoes your shoe Zunes had a run, mm-hmm. a super run. My my cousin had a Zune. I was kind of jealous. It seemed like very very cool. Uh, I never had one though. Uh, I do think shoes, whether it was Jordans yeah. or and actually it wasn't even. It wasn't as much Jordans because everyone, hello, we were in Cleveland. It was LeBron. You needed the latest LeBron. Yeah. Um, and and also another thing too, you kind of got clowned at least, uh, at least for a couple years. Like if you owned a PlayStation and you didn't have an Xbox. Because everyone yeah. in my city was playing Halo. Yeah. And back then, PlayStation. There was no cross-platform anything. Yeah. There's barely still any of that. Yeah, 100%. So, like, the PlayStation, oh. there wasn't that much to play back then. So, if you were the one kid, like my friend Adam, he was stu- He literally cried to his mom. You had way more friends than I did. I don't, I just, I think I, my teammates, like, to be honest, well, really. Well, yeah, my teammates are really the only reason why I had friends, to yeah. be totally honest. But, like... In terms of like video games and stuff, that was a more of a communal experience for you. No, a hunt. Yes. See, for me, that's more of a solo experience. Or if I went over to my cousin's house, I would play it that way. But like, that was me playing Jack and Daxter on PS2 or Sly Cooper and or SSX Tricky. I could still do Garibaldi with my eyes closed, including the back roads for the maximum points. They might be take that rail SS off Tricky. the left. You do not take the first jump. You do yes! not take the first jump. 
you go off you go off the grid you go left and then there's this big rail cut off maybe the first 10 percent of the trail but let me tell you if you can get the combo going yeah. Kids, listen, SS Tricky, you can now play the old the old school version what? on your PlayStation now. Stop it. Oh, and I there's a rumor. A Lindsay, there's a rumor. EA Sports. Somebody give me money! <laughs> Lindsay, EA Sports next month is doing a huge presentation, and they're rumored to bring back one old school classic. And the two games that people keep going back to is it's either going to be SS Tricky or NBA Street. Oh my so. god, both of those would be so <laughs> sick. Oh my god, like I uh what was I what was I going to get into there? I forget, but I, both of those would absolutely be towards the top of my list. I need to get an X or no, I have an Xbox. I have an original Xbox 1 that I bought for myself before my senior year of college and I haven't upgraded or anything since. And so no. I need I need a PS2. I want to just buy a PS2, but if we can play old games then I'll buy a regular PS. How much are they? Like five hundred bucks? The new PlayStation Five. Can you even get them? You, I, you can still get the PS Four for about three hundred. The PlayStation Five <sighs> is still hard. It's because the chip. They oh still my, have an open all warehouses. My go to the dispensary VIP club. True. What am I gonna do? I uh, Maybe if I put like a dollar in a jar every day, eventually I'll that'll be less than a year. I once bought a PlayStation Four for a hundred and fifty dollars a year after it came out. It's a true story. Congratulations. Thank you. That's, I felt that's very a, that's proud a winning about proposition. That. That's like that's like stealing money that you ha- you don't even have yet, right? One hundred percent. It's like gambling when you're up a ton of money. You're playing with house money, baby. Oh, facts only. And in a way, the New York Rangers are kind of playing with house money, Adrian. This is true. They are. They're about. They're literally doing the national anthem right now. That game one is about to kick off. The Rangers are visiting the Carolina Hurricanes. Not a ton of playoff history between these two squads. Uh, They've only met once before, and that was during the 2020 bubble. But in terms of what to expect in this series, well, you have the swashbuckling Rangers that are super reliant on their power play, on creating mismatches, and set an NHL record with three straight comeback victories to douse the Pittsburgh Penguins in the first round. And then you have the definition of hockey suffering. And the and the and and what that style of game is that is displayed by the Carolina Hurricanes because they are going to drive that puck deep. They are going to make sure that, that puck stays below the goal line. They're not exactly the most flashy team. Like the flashy talent is for sure on the Rangers' side, Adrian. But the commitment, the consistency, and the depth—that is what Carolina has. Now they have Antti Ranta in their nets. There's a lot of former Rangers. On that Carolina Hurricanes team, that is absolutely a, a storyline to follow. You have Auntie Ronta, you have Derek Stepan, who's on their third, fourth line, who went to a Stanley Cup final with that team in 2015, 26, or whatever year that was, 2013, 14, I think. That was Zach Parisi. I forget. Regardless, he's on that squad. You have Brady Shea, you have Tony D'Angelo. Both of those guys were supposed to be young, up-and-coming defensemen in their uh, organization are no longer part of it for differing reasons. And when it comes to their goaltending matchup and the potential goaltending controversy that they may have. Cause Freddie Anderson is rumored to be able to be available probably during this series. And he's arguably a Vesna finalist in and of itself. But the thing is that Ront has been vibing. He's playing well and he clearly has familiarity with this team. Now that can cut both ways though. Cause you can get up for it. You can have like this kind of lights out performance where you can steal their souls or they can do that too very quickly. I'm very interested to see how that plays out especially with just how quick the Rangers can strike. But, man, they need to get their numbers up on 5v5 because it's not sustainable the way that they've been able to really get themselves here, mostly because it's Igor Shosturkin that there's a reason why he's not only nominated for the Vesna Trophy but for the Hart Trophy for MVP. 
there's no chance this team even sniffs the playoffs without without him. And the team came in for him in the clutch last series when he wasn't at his best. He needs to be at his best because otherwise there, there's no chance that they beat the Canes. And so I would assume he's going to bring it. I would assume that adjustment is going to be made. And I want to see how Carolina reacts if the Rangers are able to get a couple and start going on that rush and start Adam Fox starts making these big passes cross zone and, and seeing if that dedication to the hard-nosed hockey, the, the suffering that is, if that prevails. We'll have to see. Do you um think the Hurricanes can kind of improve their power play from uh, their previous series and kind of struggled? What was their what was their percentage? I mean, there's always room for improvement, but their 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 team success isn't nearly as dependent on success on the power play as the Rangers are. They're a much stronger team, five v five, and just normal situation. Like I said, it's not so much flashy talent; it's the waves of of depth that they have. Like in terms of that fourth line, like I was mentioning with the Derek Stepans of the world. Like, when you have guys as experienced, and like I said, Stanley Cup final experience down there, that's where I was talking about last week, if you get a lot of power play time or just say your top guys have to go rest a little bit more in terms of the ins and outs of the 5v5 game, this is where you can score goals. This is where they break through because you have guys that are out there that are inexperienced or aren't physically mature. That checks the box in both of those categories for the Rangers because they have young talent that aren't that haven't been here before. And so it's really about them basically taking them by surprise. Or maybe they prove that they can play this hard style of hockey. Maybe that, that's within them. But just knowing how Gerard Gallant likes to coach them up, knowing how this team has performed throughout the regular season, it's going to be a harder task for them to stay disciplined than it will be for the Hurricanes to get a little wild. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. And I do. Th- I'm seeing, like, I'm trying to look through and do my research and my due diligence. A lot of people think this series is going seven. Yeah, and well, that I would expect a lot of these series to go deep because that's hockey. They're, as you say, it's so random. Even the best teams are gonna are gonna play a couple more games than you probably anticipate. Like the Avalanche, you're not gonna be able to walk through the the St. Louis Blues, even if it's like a five one a, a six game series or a five game series. All of these games are tight. All of these games are physically punishing. All of these games are just a different gear of of hockey, and we know this to be true. And then there's the gear that whatever the Flames and the Oilers are going to be in. Because not only do they share a Canadian province, the fact that you have the whole fire and oil thing, combustible, (laughs) it's just like the the byline writes itself. But we know how top-heavy the the Edmonton Oilers are. Mike Smith played really well last series in net. But Leon Dreisaitl is not 100%. And they're going to need... An, another godlike performance from Connor McDavid and him to have any chance to deal with the depth of the Calgary Flames. As I mentioned last week, in, in, in terms of, or I should say yesterday, or maybe Monday, we were on the air. I don't know. We were talking about hockey at some point in time. That Jakob Markstrom, who has been, had led the league in nine shutouts this season uh, and, a, and a Vesna Trophy finalist, has a very pedestrian record and performance against the Oilers this year. And so that's where that emotional edge, I think, comes in, where you could see Calgary kind of getting away from their game. There's a lot of flack that Matthew Tuchuk caught last round of being too focused on the extracurriculars in between the whistles and just roughing people up and getting people to start marching to the box. Like I said, it's about making sure that you can get into your flow, and sometimes too much of a good thing is absolutely what what's happening. And so with the Oilers being what they are, and if they're not able to sustain pressure – in the offensive zone. Like, Connor McDavid and when Leon drive, they're going to be fine. They're going to be able to break into the zone. They're going to have to respect that. But in terms of the sustainability, because it's going to be rush, 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 
can you get back in the play if you miss your shot and make sure that you're not giving up a goal on one that should have been in the back of the net for you, right? And they'll try to muck things up. They'll try to get things going. But they're going to have to be very disciplined, very careful, because those penalties are going to add up. Like, those sticks need to stay low, and you can't be headbutting people in front of the net, darn nurse. That's just not, not going to work for anybody. But I expect a lot of fights. I expect a lot of lead changes. I would expect when a team scores that an answer is quickly added by either the opposition or the total itself is added to. Like, that's where you can see almost like a double step taken because there's just such – uh, high-intensity emotional buzz. Listen, I got, I got to be honest, watching this Hurricanes game start, I'm kind of, the juices are flowing. Are Lindsay. they? And, and I have news from Reddit, Lindsay. Do you? Oh, boy. Hockey do you remember, Reddit. Do you remember when we talked about the Devontae Adams dude and then that happened? Yeah. All right, well, let's see if we can be two for two. Uh, according to user Big Mike Vegas, <laughs> and he did preference because sometimes you have to put what the, the topic is. So sure. this is this is a rumor. But he said that his dad saw Barry Trotz at a restaurant in Las Vegas. No, I'm sure he's interviewing. He was also in Winnipeg interviewing for that job yesterday. So this begs, this brings up a good question, Lindsay. Not to a deep dive. But if you are the Golden Knights, which restaurant do you take Barry to in the city? I don't know. You could take him to a fancy <laughs> spot, but like knowing hockey people would be like, you want to go to Olive Garden? Roberto's? Like seriously. <laughs> like it depends. Some people are just about like the chain consistency. It just depends on his personality. I don't think it's a big, I don't think it's a good personality fit for him to coach this team. True. And so I think everybody's just doing their due diligence and obviously some shared history between the Washington Capitals organization and, and Barry Trotz. A lot of, um, our bones are laid in that organization as well. And so it, it makes a lot of sense. And it's a team that certainly has a lot of tangibles that would be attractive. But if I'm Barry Trotz, I'm not – I don't want any of this noise. What, why do I need this noise? I don't need this noise. No, you're right. And if I'm Barry Trotz, I'd ask to go to Big Chicken. I've heard a lot of Big good things Chicken? from Big Chicken. That's Shaq's uh, restaurant behind the strip near the Hard Rock – it's not the Hard Rock anymore, the, the Virgin Hotel. Yeah. Next to the uh, – I went to the last pool concert they had there. The, what that was, the, was Hard Rock before it changed. It was uh, highly suspect. Nice. Was, was that a, rock or what yeah. type of music? Yeah, it's a rock. It was a rock. And I it was um it was one of the bands that like I, I'm not a huge fan of like their entire discography, but the couple of songs that I do like, I'm like obsessed with. And so it was just it was a moment. It was in 2019. It was a very different time. It was like within two two months of me living here. I'm just do you want to go to a uh, go to a concert next to the pool? I'm like sure. Why not? I mean, come on. Come on. Are you allowed man. to get in the pool? No, I no, no, no. They purposely don't let you let you do that. <laughs> that sounds super like, dangerous. Yeah, hundred in, in Vegas. Could you imagine? The lifeguard would be I mean, so. I'm, I'm sure they have they have night swims and stuff at the other club. I haven't done enough like pool clubbing, but I hate chlorine, so I hate swimming. I like swimming in lakes. I don't like swimming in pools. No, I could get that. There's a water slide. Now we're talking. There's water a wave slides. pool. If we're going Mandalay Bay. Okay. What and what? Don't go to Sesame Street in San Diego. Don't why? Don't it's ter- it's it, it used to be a what and wild. They rebranded it Sesame Street. How are you going to have a parade, right? And the parade is only one street that they go down, but they just stay in the middle. So the kids all the way to the right and the kids all the way to the left don't get to see Big Bird. But Big Bird's towering over everybody. He wasn't. He was on the fl- he was on the ground. Like they didn't have like a they like didn't a have float. a life size. Yeah, Big Bird. It was so it was just this dude. In the middle of the thing, and it was super disappointing. Super disappointing. Sesame Street, San Diego. Listen, I love you guys. I want to show my kids Sesame Street. And it was cool because, 
you know, my son is autistic, and in yeah. some of the rides, they kind of have like some of the sensory things yeah. that, that deal. So I was like, okay, this is cool. I haven't seen they this before. Not even at Disney, they they don't oh, have that. You were you a Sesame Street person growing up? Uh, I I feel like everybody was a Sesame Street kid, but my cousin Josh was like really into it, and so by just like uh, association, we were huge fans of Elmo and Bert and Ernie and all of them. Shout 100%. out! I wasn't a Sesame Street kid growing up. The thing I remember, she's like, do America's. You're not exactly. You're probably reading Madden books at age. No, five. Rugrats. The Rugrats. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Tommy Pickles was my yeah, dude. Yeah, Rugrats is like Rugrats is like when you're actually like on the line as a child. Like Sesame, Barney. Yeah, it was Barney. I, I wasn't a huge. Everybody made fun of people who, who watched Barney at school, so I didn't watch Barney. Damn, but I was I, already getting made fun of enough. I wasn't going to give him another thing on the list. <laughs> But Barney that was like two, three years trees. old. Huh? Blue's Clues, not yeah, really. Yeah, Blue's Clues was a thing. But like in terms of the early childhood development, this is pre-Baby Einstein. Like just before Baby Einstein comes out, we were we were the young kids, right? And so, um, yeah, hockey and other things, sports, <laughs> the Playmakers plus experience. Big <laughs> Chicken, Barry Trotz, he was I'm there. I'm so hungry right now and I need to play tennis too. It's not going to fit into my schedule. Dang it! No, it isn't our schedule though, some NBA talk. Who's playing tonight? I don't know, but Adrian will fill us in on that and all the other extra dirty deeds. Love for the bet. Hear me, no one sees me, no one. Hear me, no one sees me, no one. I'm off the radar. Adrian Hernandez and Lindsey Brown, the Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet. Second hour, so the feet are up on the table, and so are the Rangers. one nothing over the Carolina Hurricanes. Just over halfway through the first period, shots are 4 to nothing. Rangers. Didn't see that coming. Right, Rangers in Carolina. Getting that lead early, baby. In the barn. We love to see it. The New York Rangers are my official dark horse pick, especially since Minnesota Wild just do what they did. And okay, did what so, they do. And so, so this Lins is my team now, besides the Avs, of course. Linz and Igor. I yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. I'm a huge fan. I'm I'm a huge fan of this guy. I mean, he had, he had like, the second highest saving percentage Ever in a minimum fifty games played, like this guy's like twenty three years old. You know what a save percentage was for the regular season, Adrian? More than thirty five percent. It's ninety point nine three five. Over ninety. If it's sub ninety, you're not a starting netminder in most leagues. Anywhere. Oh snap! If you're sub ninety, your ass should be on the bench. If you're above, if you're yeah, yeah, look at it in the range. Ninety one plus e ninety two plus. Ninety three plus. Oh my God! What is happening? Like batting three hundred or four hundred. Better. It's yeah, it's just nasty. And he's just—he's such an interesting goalie to watch play. As just like you know, I played, and so I got so many nerdy things that go on in my head when I'm watching. I can't even like articulate to people. That's <laughs> that's my true frustration with this job. And and j- because I thought that going into radio, that means I'm gonna be able to say whatever I want, which is a fact, and be able to do what I want, which is a fact. But like, here's the problem: I can't get all the stuff out of my head out, and that's not anybody else's problem. That's just a me problem. I don't know if I'm ever able to do that, and I don't think I'm unique in this. But it's frustrating. It's a good problem to have, though, Lindsay, because that brain has a lot of things in it. It does. That's why my feet are up. Because if the feet are on the ground and I'm trying to, you know, take the wheel as as Jesus does sometimes, uh, I, I I I can't. Let the greatness shine out. I can't let the creativity flow because you're just so worried about staying on the road, you know? Facts. And when you talk about greatness, mm. you got to talk about Jimmy Butler. Facts. Lindsay, I was wrong. I was wrong. What? 
for these past couple months, I've cut that up for audio. Yeah, I've been wrong about the Heat and, and wondering who's going to score and who's going to really step up. And, and Jimmy Butler, he seems tired and he, he's trying to fight Spolstra and Udonis Haslam. And is he really going to be that guy? Well, through the first game in the Eastern Conference Finals and throughout these playoffs, Jimmy Butler's been that guy, pal. He is Argu- a different person in the playoffs. Arguably the best performer of the playoffs to date. Last night, 41 points, 9 rebounds, 5 assists, 4 steals, 3 blocks. What? Lindsay, he's the first. That's a disgusting stat line. The the disgusting stat line. How many blocks? How many steals? 4 steals, 3 blocks. Ridiculous. He had back-to-back steals, kind of put the nail in the coffin. Uh, yeah. What was that? Was that playoffs last year? You know what? When was that? The back, or that was this year. Madison Square Garden. Yes. He was playing in Madison Square. He was playing in New York, and he did back-to-back. It was early season before we knew that they were bad. Yeah. It was this year. Where they, where they still thought it was hype. And, Lindsey, that, yeah. that stat line, the 41-9-5-4-3, he's the first player in NBA playoffs history to reach those numbers Yeah, I, since steals and blocks were first recorded in 1974. My God! <laughs> Look, uh... It, it was very weird, the first half of this Boston-Miami game. Uh, obviously, three hours before the game, we found out about Marcus Smart not being able to play. We found out that Al Horford is still in COVID protocol, which we still don't know if he's going to be able to play game two. Uh, Kyle Lowry wasn't playing for what Miami. What was Marcus Smart wearing, and what authority is he going to be able to have with that outfit? <laughs> I, I didn't even I, I didn't I didn't even see it on Twitter because obviously I was in my different rabbit hole. But I was looking at it today, and this like pink Miami Vice with shorts on. Oh, yeah. I can't take anybody seriously trying to chew me out with shorts on. Sorry, <laughs> my man. Because you know if you're wearing shorts, you're gonna have a, a less formal top, and it's not just less formal. It was like literal banana cabana Montana shirt. It, it's very Be a scarface shirt I would wear slash Fort Lauderdale Beach 100%, Club vibes. Hundred percent, living the Miami vibe. So that's I was I was kind of shocked. You can't yell at me with a bucket head on. No, I mean, right. <laughs> but then I saw Jimmy in his post game conference last series with the sunglasses. I'm like, what is happening? And I'm not here to like say, well, you're not taking it seriously. I, I honestly think it's hilarious. But like, I was just kind of surprised that 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 he showed up in that outfit because like it's one thing to show up in the in the um boxer's robe that yeah. he did at, when he was hurt last and like that's look at me look at me I, i'm gonna respect you in that but in the shorts and the barbie and kendall but you don't give no credit they're in miami though it's different i know miami but this changes. is this is this is, this is this is work and you're marcus smart who is supposed to be the, the the not moral leader but like the attitude leader the heart of the team and and that's where it's just like I, we expect to just be able to do whatever, or or I'm going to be able to overcome this outfit. I don't care who you are. <laughs> you can't. You can't. You can't overcome the you outfit. Can't. I think the outfit's fire, but I I just I couldn't. Come club. on, guys, we got to get it together. And be like, come on, man, come on. Where's I see your, too much of your thigh your for umbrella, you to be yelling at Rihanna, me. Go lay out, man. Like I will say, you got to remember this is this is Marcus Smart. He does like the green, yeah, the green and the hair. So he's out there. Stylistically, I, I don't care. It's just. I'd, for for game one, Not I would just expect you just you wear something a little bit more more like f you, you know. I, I feel know. you. 
Well, well, look, uh, Boston was off to to a great start, uh, especially with with forty percent of their starters not playing. Uh, they were up sixty two to fifty four. They actually almost set a record. They had forty two points in the in the paint in the first half. Um, the record in the playoffs would have been forty six, and it kind of felt like Miami treated this like game three of the season. It's like, hey guys, it's, it's kind of the playoffs. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this or not. Um, but that third quarter, the game switched completely. Uh, third quarter is where, where a lot of these seesaws change, isn't it? And it, it, and it really... Not just here, the WNBA too, at least with the Aces. Yeah, and it's really these adjustments that these coaches can make. And that's kind and the of... the players, it says something. It's one thing to have the adjustments, and it's another thing for the players to be able to execute it at will. And right? that's you know, and that's 100%, and that's really the difference with... And, and not only the difference, but... You know, that, that's a learning experience, too, and you yes. need that experience in the playoffs to be able to do that. To be when able you to have, overcome whatever emotional game that you're in if you're down or if maybe you're, you're, you have a lead and there's still adjustments to make. and Because ultimately, well, this is what Coach says that I got to do. We went, we went and he drew it up on the board and whatever else. Ball's in my hand, though. Yep, 100%. And, and Miami, in that third quarter, they stole the ball seven times. They blocked five shots. Uh, they ended the quarter on a 39-14 to 14 route. Uh, they led the game 93 to 76 after the third quarter. Uh, Robert Williams returned for Boston and he played great. Uh, he had 18 points, nine rebounds, but he was hobbling and he's been dealing with this knee injury. And he came back versus Milwaukee, and the same thing happened. So that's something to to keep in mind. And to me, the thing that I'm so impressed with Jimmy Butler that there's a lot of great talent. And Jason Tatum, I think, is a better player than Jimmy Butler. But the reason why Jimmy Butler is so great is not because he's scoring these 40-point games. And he's doing it without hitting a three, by the way. That hasn't happened in a very long he time, over 10 years. All. Yeah. He says he's going to do it again tomorrow just to mess with people. Yeah, back-to-back. It's the first time someone scored more than 40 points back-to-back in the playoffs without hitting a three in over 10 years. But Jimmy Butler's ability to dictate the pace of the game, whether it's on defense or whether it's on offense, it's very LeBron-esque. And the respect that he commands, too. Yeah. Like, as a Wolves fan, guys... I'm a fan of Jimmy Butler. Things changed for me in the bubble. And remember, this is a guy who was running, basically telling everybody on my team that they suck, and then he left. Like, there's something about this guy. And, and like, he's probably the, the person I put next to the definition of chip on the shoulder kid, right? Because it's just, like, and his entire story. And a winner. Yeah, 100%. Except at the and, – and willing to do whatever, say whatever, be that guy – to find that fit, and that's and that's what I want to clarify because I know some people are hearing that he's like, well, he's never won a he's never won a championship. Like, no, you can still be a winner just because you've never won a championship when you're 100%. willing to do the things that 100%. you just said. Sacrifice, exactly. That's what makes winners, not champions. Yeah, and that's that's what happened with Minnesota. Why he got so mad because yep. he's like, I'm trying to do this and you don't want to pay me, but you're giving it to them and they're not doing this, and that's what they need to do to win. And thirtieth overall pick, this guy. Yeah. Out of nowhere, junior college, went to Marquette for a hot second and then works his way up. In Tibbs's system, as a backup, we know that he loves to play his starters into the ground. So that's, it's just like of what this guy has to go through to get to this level. That's why you, you, you have to respect him because of all the hurdles he's managed to clear. We've seen a bunch of them. How can yeah. you not? And, 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 he's, and he's made himself a target with all these things. and, and the He way led the league in steals last year? Mm-hmm. Damn. Something that you can't say for Marcus Smart. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Jimmy <laughs> Butler, uh, he also, he went 12 for 19. He went to the line. He was 17 for 18 from the from the line. So he, That's a winner right there, too, hitting almost every single one of your free throws. And, and the thing that I was kind of disappointed in is Boston was very, 
just very throwing the ball all over the place with these turnovers. And Jason Tatum himself had seven turnovers. And not being able to make that adjustment of Jason Tatum loves to pretend like he's going baseline, hit that spin move to get to the middle of the court and find where the open three shooter is going to be at. And that happened time and time again versus Milwaukee. Miami is not Milwaukee. Their bigs aren't slow. They have dudes with length that can get in these passing lanes. And they have dudes that are super, exactly. And they have dudes that are super smart, like P.J. Tucker, that are going to know your tendencies and are going to know. I forgot about P.J. Tucker, man. So this is, and I understand Marcus Smart wasn't, didn't play in this game. Al Horford didn't play in this game. And those are very important pieces. Yeah. I just, I, I needed, I needed to see a little bit more. Um, and just just playing smart basketball. One thing we do know for game two is that Kyle Lowry will not play. Uh, he's already been I just would out. count him out at, for the rest of the playoffs. Like, I would just make that assumption. If they, he comes back, that's great. But, like, even if he comes back, what level of capacity do you expect him at? And how disruptive would that be to the team? Hammy, right? It. Yeah, and if it's worth it, because that's what hammies, happened. You have to rest hurt. them. You have to rest them. There is no, there is no pushing the hammy. It's yeah. the biggest. It's like the biggest muscle you you probably rely on when you're running around out there. And so the uh, I want to move on very quickly yeah. before we get out of here. This segment to talk about the Western Conference Finals that will tip off at 6 p.m. on TNT. Uh, first and foremost, Luke was wearing ripped jeans into the arena, just so everyone knows. Well, did you did you see what he was doing earlier today? No, having lunch out downtown San Francisco in the patio amongst the people. Yeah, him and Boban, Luca drinking Boban. a beer. Drinking a beer. So, and I said I had investigative reporting. Here it is, folks. You're only going to get this here on Playmakers, Playmakers Plus, Odyssey app, available to download whenever. I called the restaurant. I wanted to get some info. He had wings and fries. Now, the waiter wasn't able to tell me specifically what type of wings because I thought that was important. So I said, His body, his choice, exactly or otherwise. So I looked and I said, Hey, man, if it was barbecue, please cough. If it was mild, hang up the phone. He hung up the phone. So this man's having <laughs> mild wings. He's having mild wings before Throw some brown the sugar on those day. wings, right? Yes. Yes to America is We are going together. to reduce this down to a glaze. <laughs> um, I was just kidding. I didn't do all that, but uh, this it was Dude, a funny joke. Like, this, this, uh, the fact that the Mavs had to release a statement and be like, this picture's from before. I'm like, guys used to do shot, used to shotgun beers in between periods in hockey. Like, MJ's who here. cares? He's getting it done. <laughs> who cares? Gronk literally filmed his workouts for the entire summer all in one day in different t-shirts so he could send it in and not have to do the work. Do we care? No, because if you are a winner... If you're a champion, actually, if you're a champion, you can get away with habits that don't indicate a winner. Yeah. Bars. I, I'm not quite ready to say that that's bars, but certainly a thing, a thought to think about. It is. I, I do. The one thing I'm thinking about, and to me, the biggest key uh, for this series, to me, is the Warriors' defense. Now, first round, going up against Denver, Nikola Jokic, they held him to 31 points, but they shut down everyone else. John Morant only played three games with Memphis in that series against Golden State. They held him to 38.3. But Desmond Bain, all these other shooters, they stayed at home and they made sure, hey, look, he can get his, but the rest of the team isn't going to get anything. Steph Curry's got a degree now, too, and he wrote his uh, senior thesis, I guess, on um, progressing gender equality through sports. Facts and look and look what happened today. Facts. Shout out to the women's national team. Thanks, Steph Curry. But the difference, <laughs> but the difference with Luka Doncic is 
He's a scorer, and he can do whatever he wants. If you're going to try to double team him. Yeah, if you're going to double team him, he has no problem picking up his dribble and finding where the open shooter is. If you're going to switch, he's going to beat you up. He's going to just run you down. Ask Chris Paul what's going to happen. And that team, and it's and it's been a philosophy for that team, they are relentless. They will figure it out. And the difference between all these other years, well, not only the injuries with Steph and Clay, and, and kind of seeing where they're at and the decline, is that Steph has always been a defensive liability somewhat. But now their best lineup also has Jordan Poole, who's also not as good in defense. All their defenses, we're just going to keep running. Yeah. And they they're got the not, Forrest Gump offense. Yeah. And they're. This, this might cause problems, and this is going to be the fascinating thing because Steve Kerr will pull the plug on Jordan Poole if he's not playing good on defense, and that is a problem because Jordan Poole has saved him. He's nearly averaged 20 points in the playoffs. It's a party. It's a party. It's so, a party with the pool. I'm uh, My pick for this series, I'm going underdogs. I said Heat in six. I'm going Dallas in six as well. Okay. There it is. Whoop, there it is basketball knowledge you can't find anywhere else or at least a take or at least some jokes or at least a derailment that you can't expect even that dumpster is one of a kind Love for the bet we'll be back call from mom answer it call silenced instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet. I was like, what back-to-school target ad are we in right now? I take it this is a walk-up song, right? (laughs) This is the theme song 
uh, for Sasha Banks performed by her cousin, Snoop Dogg. Oh, okay. Yeah, her cousin Snoop like, Dogg. Like, actually, her cousin Like, real life. Real life. Real. real life bars. Snoop Dogg, yes. Um, I'm a wrestling expert here. Uh, our resident expert here on the Playmakers. I have been to one event. It was SummerSlam. It was badass. I'm pretty sure Sasha Banks was there. And yes, Naomi. she was. And, uh, well, I'm more of a Becky Lynch gal myself. Uh, I would say that this news that we heard, was it this past weekend that it happened, they were? Or no, Monday night. Monday happened night. live during Raw. Monday Night Raw. Yeah. That Sasha Banks and Naomi, who are uh, part of a WWE Women's Tag Team Champions, walked off property. Real life, by the way. Left the arena real life, not yep. storyline. And they're not the first people to do this. You know, uh, other wrestlers have done this in the past, but typically leaving you know, your employer high and dry moments before your big performance that everybody's expecting you to perform for uh, is not usually recommended. But here's the thing. Desperate times call for desperate measures, right? This is true. And there's a reason why people do things they do, whether it's made consciously, intentionally, or unconsciously and just happens. And this seems to be a very intentional thing. And one thing I do know about WWE is that they know how to cross-promote their stars. We we know about the talents that have come out of there, what they've been able to do in the entertainment industry outside of the ring, and how the entertainment industry has changed a lot with, well, what makes someone a celebrity, right? How do yeah. we... How, what makes someone a brand? Because you would say, well, the WWE, we make the brand. Your success here, you if you, if you succeed, you become a star, you can grow and you can... Uh, move on and 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 do whatever. But what happens when the star starts to outgrow the the environment a little bit? Not that she, she's going to take it over, but what Sasha Banks and Naomi do, I, I think here, is bet on themselves. And there's nothing I respect more than women who bet on themselves because Sasha Banks is one of those people. As I just learned, is the cousin of Snoop Dogg. But she's a brand in and of, of itself. She's into the Mandalorian, some show that you've mentioned offhand on this program before. <laughs> yeah, she Mandalorian. Uh, two years ago, herself, not as as the Mandalorian character. You know, ESPN hired her to do the intro for the college football playoff as her her real name, Mercedes uh, Vereno. Uh, and that's just her. Not no tie into some movie or yep. Disney property or WWE. Just her. So this is the type of star that we're dealing with. Yep. And this is a much different environment than Stone Cold Steve Austin did that. One of the biggest names in wrestling history in 2002. It's 20 years now, literally. There are other options. Within wrestling? And within entertainment. And Exactly. And this is just. She's using her leverage. As she should. Yeah. And Naomi's a little bit different. And like I said, as a wrestling expert, just reading off of this SI article, um, She's a little bit more attached. Uh, her 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 significant other is part of the production too, I guess. But Roman Reigns' cousin. Yeah. Um. Ultimately, this is kind of tied up in our great resignation, right? If you think about it, because if I'm talent and I know it and I know what I com- can command, and you're not giving me what I need or what I think I'm worth, why would I stay here? Why would I do this? Why Why would you do do it in such a last minute? operation why would you do it in this manner got our attention right we're talking about it other people are talking about it and it's wrestling and and sometimes sometimes it happens and like you just said that was a sports illustrated article entertainment weekly 
uh, a whole bunch of different platforms that really don't pay any attention how many, to wrestling. How many uh, commercials right now on our programs or on TV that you're hearing about talent retention and and um, headhunters basically to find those best people because most people are understanding what they are, what their worth is, and that they haven't been treated well enough. And so they're willing to take that step. And I think Sasha Banks and Naomi are, are a banner example of that. And I have nothing but power and respect and good luck to them. Because I don't think you, you do this without having that big safety plan, that grand plan. And what this does is that it wakes people up even more. And it kind of shines a light. Look, when, when you look at the roster, in terms of female wrestlers, there's only three black are you wrestlers that the lack in of the company. Investment? comes back to bite it in the ass investment and hiring an opportunity so you have two out of the three women that are are african-american on your roster walking out throwing the belts during the program wwe released a pr an actual pr release not a part of the storyline lying about they just they didn't want to wrestle these these other women because they were dangerous and just kind of already that's how bad the situation was that they were already going into protection mode and then when you look at the third wrestler, who's who's a, who's a female and African American, her name's Bianca Belair. She won an ESPY. She was on ABC when they when they yep. they they put it on television. It was worthy to actually put it on TV. It was a great moment. Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. And WrestleMania. These people are, are flipping through the air and body yeah. slamming. So even if it was a last minute change, we haven't had time to prepare. So that whatever like spin they try to put on. If that even if that were true, it's a totally valid thing for them to say. I don't feel safe doing this. Yeah, and and but in that and they put that so that they can make other people feel like oh they're just they're just Divas. they're just trying to make them yeah exactly. And for Bianca, she's the women's champion. What happened? She lost to Becky Lynch in twenty six seconds. It was very shocking I that even when some people get these opportunities, this is how they're treated. And look, mm-hmm. not only are different entertainment uh, opportunities out there. AEW is about to invade Las Vegas. Their biggest show, their WrestleMania, yep. is all uh, Double or Nothing, is coming to Mandalay Bay next week. They're doing all their shows from Vegas. They got TNT and uh, the Khan family money. So there's other places to go if you want to be a wrestler. And that hasn't happened before and to the amount of where you can get the big look and be on TNT and TBS and get that money. And this is where I kind of loop this back to our conversation we were having yesterday or maybe earlier in the week about the oversaturation of of certain products in the entertainment industry because we have representation now showing up in in on the screen everywhere and that's great that's progress that's amazing just like the uh news we heard about the soccer team but who's green lighting these shows who's writing the scripts who is truly shaping the narrative it's the same type of people who look the same way and think the same way too and that's the power we're looking tra- looking to take down appreciate everybody spend some time with us today be well to each other but mostly to yourselves Use your blinkers because people are dying out there and otherwise enjoy the abyss that is your life. We'll be back in 22 hours for another interruption on Playmakers Plus and otherwise. All right, friends. Night. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.